This is an urgent appeal from the Disasters Emergency Committee. Hundreds of thousands of people have fled their homes to escape conflict in Ukraine, leaving jobs, belongings and loved ones behind. They need shelter, food and water. You can help. To donate online, search DEC or text RADIO to 70150 to give £10. Thank you. Streaming 24-7, this is Brum Radio. Thank you for downloading this Brum Radio podcast. For more podcasts, visit BrumRadio.com. I'm Dave Massey. I'm joined on the telephone by Malcolm James. Good afternoon, Malcolm. How are you today? I'm very well indeed. How are you, Dave? I'm really good. Um, good. I'm really pleased to um, be talking to you about uh, the production of The Woman in Black, which is coming for, to the Alexandra from the 6th until the 10th of February, uh, and then it continues its tour uh, until the summer, until the 1st of June, as far as I can see. Um, you're, you're playing Arthur in this production. Um when did you first get involved in this as a production? Because I, I've seen, I've seen that you returned uh, to this production for this tour. Yes, I did tour it um, 2014-15, Although we never played Birmingham mm-hmm. or Wolverhampton on that tour, so I never came to the Midlands with it. But I then did do a nine-month run in the West End in 2016, mm-hmm. um, and a very brief stint in Dubai in 2017, wow. just for one week only, mm-hmm. um, in 40 degree heat. Um, but so this is my first time coming back to it. Yes. And it's quite funny because when I saw you in Wolverhampton, we were in like a little mini British heat wave during we, we, during that I week. Know. It's hard to remember that now, isn't it? I'm yeah. Enough because that's where we started the tour. And I think um, the curse of the woman in black followed us immediately because we had that mini heat wave, as you said, and the air conditioning broke down in the theatre. So yes. we were really hot on stage that week. Wow. And. Um, do you have a, a theatre that you consider to be your ho- own your own theatre, your home theatre, um, or or is there one that you just sort of go to and you think this is where I am? Well, I grew up in in Walsall, mm-hmm. um, and and to be honest, Birmingham was the place I came to for yes. theatre. Sometimes the Alexandra, but to be honest, it was mostly the old rep as yes. it was then, and then the new rep when that got built. Mm-hmm. So I saw loads there when I was a kid, and occasionally to the Grand in Wolverhampton. I remember going there to see. Um, the wonderful actor Timothy West playing King Lear because I was studying wow. at school. So there were always theatre trips out to those theatres. But what's fantastic about this tour is I'd never played the Grand in Wolverhampton before, so that was really lovely. And it's a beautiful old theatre, and the staff there look after it so well, and they looked after us so well. Um, the woman did, I think, make a few appearances because they, the, I remember the front of house manager saying that there were doors opening and closing for no reason. Wow. There were conversations being heard in a corridor and they would look out the door and there'd be nobody in the corridor. So I think some strange things are going on at the very beginning of the tour. But coming to the Alex will be nice. I haven't played there for, for many a year mm-hmm. since, um, I think, a production of Agatha Christie's Spider's Web many years ago when I was first starting out. So it'd be nice to be in that theatre again. I am. I was lucky enough to go on a a spooky ghost tour um, in uh, October or November of last year uh, to the Alexandra. Um, Uh And uh, although some people uh, don't believe they can see anything at all, other people feel like they can. Um, Are you somebody that uh, has that happen to you? Is that is that something that happened? Uh, not to me personally, mm-hmm. sad to say. I'd love to to have that experience. I'm not 
skeptical really because i know so many people who really really yeah. believe in it and swear they've seen ghosts i know a lot of people walk into rooms and even if they don't see a ghost they will say oh there's something odd happened in this room or they feel cold or they feel awkward or in the room and they say something terrible happened. i can believe in that if you're very um sensitive psychically you can pick up on atmospheres and maybe if if something terrible and tragic like a murder happened in a room you can pick up on that energy um but whether whether actual ghosts exist i don't know but so many theaters have them um i'll be i'll be interested to see if the if there's a theater ghost at the alexandria that wants to come out and say hello to our ghost i'm, I'm it's usually a woman in gray isn't it for some reason when you go around to theaters around the country they always say oh we've got a woman in gray so hopefully the woman in gray will come out and meet the woman in black and they can have some kind of ghostly conflict see i find that really interesting that certain people do uh do see these things as well i know there's a a, a spooky chair in the theater um where uh-huh. where i've when i've done interviews actually physically in the theater they've put me in that chair to do the interview in the uh on the balcony and i felt really strange sat in there so i do wonder whether there's those sorts of uh things going on in the theater as well um when when you're uh, on the stage, it's yourself and uh, the the actor that I saw was with you was uh, Mark Hawkins. Is he with you for when it comes to the Alexandra? Yeah, Alexandra, he is indeed. We're doing the tour, the whole tour together. Yes, he's he's a wonderful young actor, very um, energetic and committed and and intense in the part. So he's wonderful to work with. When I'm uh, when I watched the performance um, in Wolverhampton, I I felt like uh, because you guys get to not only. Uh, and I'm trying to be cautious how I describe this. Um, you you get to play other characters or at least embody other characters during the what the the performance. Um, is it weird to be on the stage where it's just the two of you as actors physically there? Well, it is. I mean, it's very demanding and challenging, but that's the fun of it. I mean, as an actor, I enjoy a challenge. And you're right, it's only the two of us. Some people say there's a third person sometimes mm-hmm. appears on the stage. I'm not sure about that. But anyway, basically, it's the two of us. And I can outline the basic setup for anybody who yeah. hasn't seen yes, this interested in coming. Because um, basically, Arthur Kipps was a young solicitor who was sent from London up to the northeast coast, a very isolated dark house on a foggy eerie moor and he's trying to sort out the estate of this deceased client and things start happening um eerie sounds spectral sightings and the story goes on from there but it's a big mystery at the heart of it who is this woman what does she want and why and that's kind of revealed during the story so i won't give anything away about that but because he's still traumatized by what happened to him and and suffering nightmares I play the older Arthur Gibbs. This is 30 years after those events. Mm-hmm. So this is how the play starts, this kind of framework. But I'm hiring a young actor to try and help me tell my story to my family so they can finally understand what I went through and, and help me purge my demons, basically finally exorcise the, the curse that I feel was placed upon me. But this young actor says, what we better do is act it out. Yes. I will play you as a young man and you can play all the other characters that you met along the way. And he takes some persuading, but eventually he goes along with it. And that's basically how we start. So it is a two-hander, mm-hmm. this young actor playing the young Mr. Gibbs and the older Mr. Gibbs, me taking on all the other the characters it sounds more confusing than it is i promise but um that's how the story unfolds and the act the then by using lighting and sound effects um you get drawn into the story and you fully believe that whatever we say is really happening because the audience's imagination is the most powerful weapon in the room 
I, I think it's really exciting, the, and the reaction during the interval to to seeing it uh, is is just amazing uh, because you get an audience that's so sort of surprised and startled but they love it as well they really love the exhilaration and that feeling of exhilaration um through this production um do audience do do audiences behave themselves during this show well they do they do generally i mean we like it when they're very vocal if Mm -hmm. they scream and inevitably as you'll know you'll know from having seen it that audiences generally if they if something takes them by surprise like they jump or they scream uh, or make involuntary sounds the kind of things i can't repeat on the radio that's okay they they tend to get very amused themselves by that so they will giggle and they'll have a bit of a chat i don't regard that as not behaving you know not not behaving well they're just getting caught up in the drama it just means that sometimes you have to let the audience settle a bit before you before you go on with the story otherwise they don't hear what you're talking about but no i love it when they scream and and it's a communal experience isn't it everybody loves being scared and if you're doing it alongside other people and you know ultimately you're safe you know she's not going to follow you home i don't think um then you can all enjoy having a good scare and laugh about it afterwards when it was uh, when it was September and it was a heat wave, I didn't feel that. But when it's the winter and it's dark nights and you're walking down the street from the theatre home, I do I do feel a little bit more it's, during those months. It's, it's the perfect time of year for us. You know, it's it's basically a Christmas ghost. Yes, story. you know that's how it starts. He's telling uh, how it all started on Christmas Eve with a bunch of people around the fireside telling ghost stories. So and it's it's all set in winter months. It's cold, foggy, eerie moorland. Um, that it's perfect at this time of year. Um, but yes, it was a little different to Wolverhampton in the heatwave. It looks like there's actually an extra matinee when you're in Birmingham. Um, does it? Does that help? That does that give you the confidence to know it's sold so well that there's extra, an extra, even an extra matinee to be put on? Yes, that's really exciting when the theatre comes. I mean, this was a while ago that the Birmingham Alexander came to the producers and said we'd really like to put another matinee mm-hmm. in because it's selling so well. So no, yeah. that's fantastic. And um, I know we get lots of school groups coming in because I know they're studying either the novel for English GCSE or yes. sometimes if in the drama groups they're studying the play itself for their drama GCSE. So it's always rewarding. And the kids tend to be a bit more willingly vocal. You know, they're the ones who will scream if they feel like screaming. Sometimes if it's an entirely adult audience, they tend to be a bit more repressed and they're embarrassed if they vocalise what they're feeling. So it's nice. it's nice if it's a mixture, to be honest, because then the kids encourage the adults to let rip a bit. I, I highly, highly recommend this production to anyone that wants to go and see it. I thought it was really fantastic uh, oh, to see. You. And it always makes me think, um, how do they do certain moments when they happen as well? How many people are there back behind the stage, would you say? Well, there's a very hard working team because it's certainly not just the, the, the two of us on yes. the stage. We have a brilliant stage management team. There's about, is it 10 of us on the road altogether? Because right. we have... Um, a stage management team working very hard throughout the show there, making sure all the, the sound and lighting cues happen when they should, and certain things that happen behind the stage have to be sorted at certain moments to, to happen at the right place mm-hmm. at the right time. So uh, our what we call the, the DSM and the ASM, that's the deputy stage manager and the assistant stage manager, they're working very hard to make sure that that's all, all 
going very well during the show. And um, our company stage manager as well is usually backstage during it to make sure it's all running smoothly. So it's a good, strong team. We have a sound technician as well organizing all the, to make sure the, the sound is going around the theater. Because as you know, it's a, it's a little bit of an immersive experience yes. in a way because sound happens behind you as well as in front of you. So all that has to technically be sorted out before we arrive in each theater, in each venue, and then throughout the week, make sure it's all running smoothly. So a very hardworking team. It's way more than just the two of us on stage that's fantastic I'm, I, as i say I'm, I, I fully fully recommend this to anybody that wants to come to, to see this while while it's in birmingham and indeed while it goes on the rest of the tour because then it comes back to you coming back to the midlands to go to coventry uh from the 30th of april until the 4th of, of may at belgrade theater over there as well um yes. do you are you staying with the production until the end of this tour in in june I am, yes, right through to the end. So I think Coventry will be the last date that we play in this country. Yes. And then we go over to Ireland for the last three weeks. We do Northern Ireland first, who do Belfast and Derry. And then our very last week is down in Dublin and we finish on the 1st of June. That's brilliant. As I'm, I'm somebody that's lucky enough to have plenty of Irish ancestry, um, so I, I can only imagine the kind of reception that you get when you're over over in Northern Ireland and and indeed in Ireland as well. Um, had yes. you be, have you been there with this tour, uh, this production I, no, before? I've, I've played the, Well, I haven't played Derry. I played the theatres in Belfast and Dublin before, but not with the Woman in Black. Although it has been there before as a show, and I, I'm told it goes down really, really well over there. So I'm looking forward to, to hearing that for myself. Brilliant. Malcolm, thank you so much for taking the time to chat to me uh, about oh, this production pleasure. today. Um, well, as, you, as you can find out, the details are at thewomaninblack.com or you can go to atgtickets.com and click on the Alexandra. Look for The Woman in Black, which is here from the 6th to the 10th of February. Thank you for listening to this Brum Radio podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and rate us on your podcast app.